This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. Today's main Youth Day event will see government remember the late Soweto teacher, Malville Edelstein, who was stoned to death by the students protesting against Bantu education on June 16th in 1976. Edelstein, who worked at Morris Isaacson High School in Soweto, was attacked by students who did not recognize him. They had been angered by police who had fired at the students during their peaceful march against Afrikaans as a medium of instruction. A plaque will be unveiled in Edelstein's honor ahead of the 40th anniversary commemoration event at Orlando Stadium today. Edelstein's daughter, Janet Goldblatt recalls what happened to her father, who was then 57. My father, who had absolutely no fear of Soweto because he worked there. From what I gather, you know, he worked at the Morris Isaacson School. He worked with a lot of the students, giving them counsel in charge of the social welfare, child welfare as well. So obviously the riots had broken out. He was in his office and students were just going completely mad. I just saw a white man didn't realize it was my dad. Judge Tokozile Masipa will hand down Oscar Pistorius' sentence on the 6th of next month in the High Court in Pretoria. The court set the date after hearing arguments in the mitigation and aggravation of sentence after Pistorius' culpable homicide conviction for shooting dead Rivas Jankamp was, charged, was changed to murder. Judge Masipa has also granted the request by Prosecutor Karinal and the Stienkamp family that some of the photographic evidence of Stienkamp's wounds may be made public yet available. These photographs happen to be part of the evidence which is a public record. Initially not to make the photographs public was to protect the integrity of the family of the deceased. If the family of the deceased now feel that protection is no longer necessary, it is not for me to interfere with that decision. The Tiavatiskloof municipality has admitted that they are battling a massive housing backlog. This comes after angry Kriboro community members blockaded the town's entrance after law enforcement agencies tried to demolish their homes illegally built on government land a few months ago. Some complaining that they have been on the housing waiting list for years. Tiavatiskloof Mayor Chris Punt. A backlog of 4,500 people waiting for houses. We are only building at the tempo of 250 houses per year. And with that in mind, it will be about 16 years before we get to these all to service all these people. The Central Bank of Nigeria is, allow, is to allow the local currency, the Naira, to devalue from next week. The move is to make the country more attractive to investors. The BBC's Martin Patience has more. For months, Nigeria has been in the grips of a severe foreign currency shortage. As oil prices plummeted, so did the country's oil earnings, meaning there was less cash to pay for imports. Unlike other major producers, such as Russia, Nigeria refused to devalue its currency. But now falling intense pressure, it has. The move will be welcomed by businesses that were forced onto the black market in order to pay for imports of goods and equipment. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vicky McCullum.